What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. Um, man, we got a good show today, boy. <laughs> we got a good show today. But before we get into that, um, yo, the, the hoodies are still available online. So if um, you go to the website, tapinpodcast.com, grab your hoodie, support the podcast. We appreciate all the love that we're getting out there. Um, so... I got, we've been talking about this subject on here for a couple of weeks now, and I decided, you know what, let me reach out to somebody, some some people who are a part of the community and actually speak on it, and I reached out to a lady now by the name of Ruby Johnson, and she put me in contact with a couple that is of the poly lifestyle, right? Is that, is that my, am I saying that correctly? I think it's more of a love style for me. A love style? Okay. Okay. Let me introduce my guest, Sharita, and her husband. What's your name again, man? Not husband. Oh, no. okay. Not, it's not husband? No. Okay. What is it? What, what, is he, what is it called? Where am I? Partner. We just call it a partner. Sure. We'll call it a partner. Yes. Okay. Okay. We'll call it a partnership. I like that. That's a, that's a better term anyway. How you guys doing, man? How you good, guys? Good. How are you? Good, man. Awesome. Thank y'all for joining me. Thank y'all for coming on. Now, I want to get deep. Like, um, So, first of all, I want to get the terms correct because it is different terms, correct, for either it, where there's a man and two women or a women and two men, right? That's you're way levels deep. <laughs> really? Yeah. Right. So, so you're talking about specifically like a triad. If you're talking about a man and two women or women and two men or three men or three women, and that's just a triad. Triad. Now, I think you might be getting to is there a difference between polyamory, polygamy, polygamy, that kind of thing? Yes. Okay. What's the difference? So, uh, poly, so polyamory is the ability to have multiple connections, multiple loves. You can, you know, you love multiple people. It isn't necessarily uh, marriage focused. Okay. Um, then you have what most people think of, which is polygamy. And there's two different forms of polygamy. There's polygamy and there's polyandry. And so polyandry is a woman that has multiple husbands. And then polygamy is a man that has multiple wives. Polygamy is a man that has multiple wives, and what is the other one? Polyandry. Polyandry is a guy who has multiple. A woman. A woman who has multiple husbands. Right. Okay. Okay. But all that is very limiting to me, especially if you think about what if you have a woman who has multiple wives, or you have a man who has multiple husbands. Those definitions. That's the thing. Why would it not be? I'm no. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know. Hey, we LGBTQ plus friendly around here. I'm bisexual and very proud, and it's by uh, Sexuality Visibility Month. So yes, incorporate everybody. Yeah, okay. See, I didn't know that that was I cuz I thought when you when you say um polygamy, I'm thinking it's just a man and two uh two women or two husbands or a woman and two husbands. It's a umbrella term, but underneath that umbrella you have different different levels. Yeah. Uh okay. Okay. All right. Now how did you guys get in, introduced to the lifestyle? How did you guys first come about this? <laughs> How did y'all get introduced to this? Initially for me, is a the initial root of it is trying to be ethnically non-monogamous. Mm. Society pushes monogamy as this is the end-all be-all, the only way you have to have a relationship. But if you're not a square peg, I mean, if you're around... Uh, round, yeah. you don't fit into that square peg. Yeah, and so you have to kind of figure out what works for you. Mm. And when you start to researching, you know, after so many failed relationships and things are not working out the way you want them to, you start to figure out that hey, you know, maybe I'm I'm not different. I mean, maybe I am different. And whatever this is that society says it is, isn't for me. And it's not forced upon me. I don't have to do this. And you start to look for different things. Gotcha. And you find communities of people who, you know, hey, well, I love like this. I love this way or this works for me. And, you know, once you start to kind of go into the rabbit hole, it's, yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. off from there. Uh, okay. And so I've always been a free spirit. So even uh, okay. in high school, I used to tell people, hey, I'm a free spirit. If you don't want to know, don't ask me because I just didn't think that I had to limit myself. You have two parents, you love two parents. You have multiple siblings, you love multiple siblings. You can have multiple best friends, no one bats an eye. All of a sudden, I like a couple different people, and it's a whole problem. Yeah, yeah. And so I always was a free spirit. Um, I think college, well, I started in high school, and probably like college or so, um, I actually kind of tapped into the world of swinging. 
and was like, yeah, that's cool, but you know, I want something a little bit more. And then eventually found polyamory and was like, oh, that's me. I didn't know that was a thing, or I thought it was like for white people. Yeah. And I found out it's for us too. Okay. All right. Is there interracial poly uh, uh, relationships? Absolutely. There is? Mm-hmm. And that's like, it's like nothing. It's just like a regular thing? Just like any other interracial relationship. No, because I know I would be, because I, I know if I see. If I see if I see a white uh, a white woman and she got two black husbands, I would feel some kind of way about that. You know what I mean? Why? <laughs> Just, I don't know if it's my 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 ancestry background, <laughs> but I would feel some kind of way about it. More you know what I mean? Her having one black husband, the fact that she has two makes you feel more kind of a way. Yes, I it mean. does. <laughs> it does. It does. I would be. I don't know. That I would feel. Oh yeah, I would definitely feel some kind of way about so that. So what about the reverse? Well, if it was a white man with two, or a black man with two white wives, get your money, man. Get your <laughs> <laughs> get your money, man. Get I think it. We need to take some time to figure out what polyamory means to you. Like what you what you think it is? No, I, I mean, so the only I guess my 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 view of it is very limited. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the only thing I've seen is what I see from either online or in you know social media, or whatever. Is either a man with two women or a woman with two husbands? That's the that's the limit of it. I don't know like the the whole umbrellas. Mm-hmm. And then I I talked to some of my friends about like I know polyamory is, is that I hope I'm saying that right. Polyamory is a big in like African culture or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's big over there where you have African kings that have multiple wives, and I was like, why 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 can't they do that here? Why is that? frowned upon in america so i have a question for you go ahead do you see you you mentioned okay a man having multiple wives and why can't we do that here are you okay with a woman having multiple husbands i am just not my my wife (laughs) (laughs) and why come not your wife so you i mean no see (laughs) i guess i'm still i'm still uh operating with my ego you know what i mean Mm. i'm still operating my ego so and for me to be to just be in a relationship with a woman, I feel like that's real intimate. You know what I mean? That 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 bond that you share is just real intimate. And to share that with a third person, to me, it would just make me feel weird. So could you share it with a third person, but she could not? Um, I think it still would be weird, but I would I would accept that. You would. Oh. So, <laughs> it so still it, would be weird, but I so would we accept. We have a term. That. Okay. We have a term called OPP. Oh. And generally speaking, it means one penis policy every once in a while. It can mean one pussy policy. Oh, can I talk like that on your show? Absolutely. Okay. Please great. do. Um. So what this is is an individual, normally a male, who feels like, oh, I'm an alpha male. I'm the king. I'm whatever, and I can have multiple women, but my women cannot mess with any other men. They can only interact with other women. Mm. I call those insecure individuals because I don't understand what kind of self-work you need to go through. I can have multiple partners, multiple loves, and I'm not concerned about what you have going with somebody else. I don't feel like that's going to take away from me. I don't feel like there's something that she's, she or he is doing that's going to affect our relationship and make you look differently with me. What we have together is what we have. And so if you have such an insecurity in yourself that it's like, oh, I got to be this big man and I don't want her sleeping with nobody else because maybe the dick is going to be better or maybe whatever. That's some self-work. There's counselors for that. You mentioned Ruby. She's a counselor. Yeah, yeah. She can help individuals through that. I but wish see, you, Go also, ahead. we try not to be so judgmental on other people's lifestyles. <laughs> Because <laughs> we don't get to pick and choose what works for us and may not work for other people. Mm-hmm. So where she may feel the way about that, yeah. if and that's your you chosen that. lifestyle, then fine, run with it. If you can find that and you can find people who will agree with you to go in with that, yeah. do your thing. Yeah. The, the open ideal is that whatever works for you and your love style, if you can find it, if you're not hurting anybody, go for it. But there is a lot of... Uh, I don't know what the word is, where people pick and choose what they like and what they don't like. And what might not work for her could work for you and yours if that 
if that's for you. Yeah, so yeah. She may not like it, but she doesn't have to because that's your lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah. But what I would have to say with that is I have a problem with a policy. I don't care whose lifestyle it is. I'm okay with everyone in agreement. So if you and your wife decide, hey, we just wanted to entertain other women and we want to create this tribe and I'm the only male, that's fine because it's people who agree. If you come in with a policy and you dictate other individuals, that's a problem to me, period. Okay. So even when you have relationships, you have rules, you have boundaries, and you have an agreement. Rules to me are for children. So as my partner, we can make agreements with each other, and I can have personal boundaries for me, but I can't input a rule on you. And so I have a problem with the one penis policy or one pussy policy because I have a, an issue with a policy someone puts on anybody else. Got you. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So um, is there is there a situation where, well, yeah, because I, I guess I'm, I'm only operating from my thought. And when you're saying that, it, it makes me open up a little bit. But at the same time, I want to understand, like, if you both – two people decide they're in a relationship like who decides or do both of them decide that they're going to bring in a third party like what is because that that process right there is is what makes me like i don't know you have to have a broader view okay you're, you're saying us bringing in somebody else right it could be her saying hey i'm dating so and so or so and so is taking me out i have nothing to do with that if she mm. goes out on a date and she starts to date somebody else, that's not somebody who's coming in to our relationship. That's her having a separate relationship that doesn't include me. Mm. That's also Polly. Now, the three triad thing is a focus, but that's not the majority of relationships Mm-mm. you come across. The, the majority of relationships are me and her are dating. We have a relationship, but I'm also dating person C. She's dating her person and when we're not together, we may be we may see other people. So how does how does that work if if y'all like let's say you right if you want to hang out with her but she has another date or she's going to see somebody else? How would that we reschedule? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you need a calendar. Time tree is wonderful. You put on there what you got going on. That's a free plug. Don't do free plugs. <laughs> so, like, you wouldn't have a problem with, like, rescheduling if you, like, you, you set up something for her and you want to hang out with her. You did this special day, but she I mean, has. If, if there's a problem, something we talk about, I mean, but we still have to talk about it is is something that comes up where, hey, I want to do this. Well, I got plans to do this. And. Maybe we can figure something out, you know, on the back end or the next day or it's, it's a, it's a, everything's a negotiation because, you know, I don't rule her. She doesn't rule me. And, but we work together and oh, to figure out what works face. best. That face. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. What? <laughs> what happened? Oh, okay. I, I'm not on the thing. Talk about the ruling again. What? <laughs> what happened? Nothing. So, see, what I was going to say was, <laughs> you had said rescheduling. And so I just wanted to clarify. So are you saying if he ske- already had something scheduled with me and then I had something with someone else? Or I already had something with someone else and then he asked me out? Right. Okay. The so second that, one. Okay. So that's not a reschedule because we hadn't confirmed time yet. So it's not like I'm canceling on him. So, okay. Because be- I guess I guess I'm operating in, I'm operating in, the, in the spot where I feel like y'all are exclusive to each other right and then if you want to go out and do something if he wants to go out and do something then you guys talk about it where it's like hey i'm going over here i'm going over there it's not is that not what it is i think you are referencing um individuals who have a hierarchy so maybe hierarchy. It, what do you mean so so let's say you and your wife right y'all are married and you have a pre-established relationship and you all decide we have a hierarchy and then the relationship always comes first the marriage always comes first and our plans and everything always come first and then everything in addition to that is a nicety or an addition and we negotiate and discuss that so i, I think that's where you're coming from is more of a hierarchy yeah i guess so there's different types there's right. different Kind of. This is blowing my mind. I, I don't even understand because I guess the way I, I've been, I guess been operating in the, in the relationship spot in the relationship space with the opposite sex is it's always been, hey, it's us two, and then we decide, hey, I'm going over here, I'm doing this, I'm doing, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the way. Just my mind from me just dating, you know what I mean, the opposite sex, that's just we just the way I operated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. So for you guys to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just over here, she just over there, 
to me, that's just it's just foreign to me. You know what I mean? And it also depends on what agreements and negotiations you have with your partner. So let's say you have multiple partners. Say you have three. Okay. And let's say with the wife, y'all have an agreement that you all discuss everything beforehand, right? So she knows where you're going, who you're with, if there's someone you're entertaining. Maybe you have another partner who doesn't really care about your, your other situations. They just want to know for health purposes if you have sex with someone else. And maybe if someone else who's not concerned with anything, I just want to know if you get in a relationship with someone else because now if you have a relationship with someone else, that's someone I know is going to interfere with my time and I want to be able to account for that. So you may have some people who want, who I operate in information, tell me everything, right? But you may have some people who don't want to know. They're not concerned with the day-to-day. They're not concerned. They just want to know the things that they feel like affect them directly. Mm. So you may not be in a place where you need to share everything with everyone. Got you. <laughs> I, I, I can see the wheels. It turning. is. It is. Go, what? What? Wait, wait. So the question so is, I, how how does that look when you got under one roof? Are you guys are the relationships where you guys living together or everybody living separate? So I've had both. I've had uh, I've had partners, a partner that I lived with, and then also had partners at the same time outside of the house. Um, for me, if I live with someone, they probably need a little more information because we have scheduling. We've got kids, right? So hey, I have this date planned on such and such day, but I need to make sure you're going to be here. So what days are you going to be out with your partner? What days do we, you know, do the kids have football? Is there, you know, a class meeting? Who's covering that? We all going, that kind of thing. So I think for me personally, if I live with someone, they've got to have more information because they have more access to my life. And we have more entanglements at the house and um, that we need to be concerned about. So they probably get a little more information. Okay. Same thing with you? No, I've had uh, So as you go into this thing, people label themselves all kind of things. Whatever worked for them, I'm my label would be solo poly. Solo uh, poly, right? So I don't okay. want a nesting partner. I don't want someone who is going to live with me. I'm not on a plan to where I'm on the escalator on a relationship where if we're going to date, we're going to be girlfriend and boyfriend, we're going to get engaged, we're going to get married. That's mm. not something that I'm right now looking for. And so that's part of my conversation. Hey, if you're dating me, just know I'm not looking to. I'm not going to be your husband, you know, in most or in most circumstances. I, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay. So, uh, I, I I go home. <laughs> okay. 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 I go home. You go home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have, you had, have you had a long, like long term relationships, yes. but just they just know. Yeah. Like, okay. And they're probably you know, uh, most solo poly people date other solo poly people, so mm-hmm. we don't we know we're not looking for you know a marriage it can be very long term i can have a very long term relationship and not grow somewhere where we're going to own property together so what's interesting is i don't i don't consider myself solo poly most of my partners are solo poly that's kind mm-hmm. of been if i look at the last like four yeah they're all solo poly so let me ask you this instead of putting i guess um titles on it can it just be like yeah i'm just dating Multiple people, yeah. instead of just having that that solo poly title on yourself. So, but what works for the title is people get a uh, understanding of how you operate, mm, and okay. that kind of term kind of answers questions of well, who you're who they're dealing with if they're dealing with you. Gotcha. If you say, "Hey, I'm straight, I'm bi," people know what that is. Gotcha. So, solo okay. poly is like, "Hey, this is kind of the umbrella of what you're going to deal with with me." Okay. So yeah, I can I can just say, hey, I just date around, but it gives more context. Got you. Okay. And you don't ever want to get married at all? I'm not saying ever, but right now where I'm at, you okay. know, with the way my lifestyle, I have a young daughter that I'm raising, and I got a job that takes all of my time. I don't see myself being able to afford that type of growth gotcha. and that time and effort invested. And I've been single. I've been living this lifestyle of not even knowing what I was. You know, not having a, a name for it. Yeah. Since I since I got divorced, oh, okay. <laughs> many okay. years ago. So. Okay. And and what about you, though, Sharita? You don't want to get married. So I've been there, um, and I don't know. I'm not against it. Okay. Um, I'm not just out here like oh, I want to get married either. Yeah. So I don't know. I was asked that recently. Oh. Okay. I was like, I don't know. You've been proposed to before. A lot of times. Really? <laughs> and you said yes or you said no? Um, I said no three times, and I said yes twice, but I changed my mind on one of them. Really? <laughs> God <laughs> damn. Okay. 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 
So the question is, the people that propose to you, do they expect you to leave your poly lifestyle? I sometimes feel that way. So so these I, people that, that proposed to you, they weren't in the poly community or they weren't a part of that? So this has been over my lifetime. But again, I've been a free spirit. So yeah. I've, I've always been ethically non-monogamous. Now, if you want to know, I'm going to tell you. If you don't want to know, don't ask me because I'm not going to be able to lie to you. I don't function that way because I'm going to forget the lie I told you when Ooh. I someone get myself caught up. And so um, I, I feel like I've met people who have met me in my free-spirited life, um, who've even met me in a swinging community, but then, you know, wanted me to cut all that off just for them. And I'm like, but, but this is why you like me. This is how you met me. You like how open I am. You like my freeness. You want me to cut that off? That doesn't work for me. Mm. I am who I am. Yeah. And I'm kind of dope, so, <laughs> you know. Now, what's the difference between the swinging community and the poly community? Is there a difference? Oh, absolutely. Are they kind of? Oh, huge. So, swinging is very sexually focused. So this is it's more of a no, no strings attached situation. Um, we can meet up, we can have sex. That's it. That's all we're doing. Um, polyamory is is relationship. It's connections. It's bonds. It's love. Mm. But just with everybody. It don't have to be with everybody. I mean, I, so being polyamorous is I'm open to that. Oh, okay. I may be with Andre for like 150 million years and never be with anybody else. That's probably like not going to happen. I'm just saying it's possible, and I could still be polyamorous. Mm. I feel like, and, and tell me if I'm off base. I feel like the the poly umbrella just allow you to go do whatever the fuck you want. If just, that's just, what you want to do, if that's what your truth is, if that's the truth of your hey, this is what I want to experience in life. That's an umbrella for you to do it. But if I just say hey, I have the capability of loving her and also loving someone else. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a million people. It doesn't have to right. be a million sexual connections. I can have a loving relationship with somebody who is long distance. And I have a, a friend in Denver who I have a long distance relationship with. I haven't seen her in three years. We talk every day. We have video chats. We have video dates. It's a non-sexual relationship because I haven't seen her in three years. But she's a, an important part of my life. Mm. And... It's a connection that I have. It's a connection that I share with her, and I value that. I put time and effort into it. I want to grow it. But it's not something that may ever turn sexual. It may not ever turn into us living together. And it's, not a, it's not a free-for-all. It's just that I connect with people in different ways, and I want to grow all those connections. And me loving her will not stop me loving and growing the connection over her as well. Got you. Let's say you go out somewhere, you're at a bar, you're at an event, whatever, and you meet someone. Mm -hmm. You're in a monogamous relationship with your spouse or partner or whatever. And you're talking to somebody else, you're having a good time, and at the end of the night, you want to exchange phone numbers. And then you exchange numbers and you are texting, getting to know each other. In a monogamous situation, that's going to be considered cheating. Someone's going to feel the whole way about it. Yeah. And it's not even that you are trying to make that new connection sexual or romantic relationship, but you are exploring what that connection can be. I have been. I have met people on Tinder that have turned into a business connection. I have met people um, that I, I meet and I, oh, it's, it becomes purely platonic. I've met people and it just becomes sexual. That's it, right? But I have the opportunity and space to let that connection grow and organically form the way it's supposed to. Mm. But if I'm in a monogamous situation and I'm out and I see you and I'm like, oh, he's cool and we have a good time. And I'm like, oh, hey, hit me up. You know, here's my information. And then maybe your wife sees us texting. She may feel away. And then maybe you felt like you needed to hide that from her. Because you didn't know if she was going to fill away. And it really could have just been a business connection at some point. It could have been, um, oh, I got a homegirl you might like. Like, you never know what it can turn into. But I feel like monogamy puts constraints on you, and you don't have the ability to grow um, organic connections. Um, a lot of heterosexual relationships, right, someone may feel away if their partner has friends of the opposite sex. Well, I'm bisexual. So what you gonna do? I can't. I can't have friends like no friends with anybody. It's yeah. not gonna work. Um, so I, I don't like the restrictions. Okay. So the the the, the poly just takes the the restrictions off of the traditional like relationships. I mean, it does, but it's also your ability. You you have more than one friend. Yeah. Okay. If if both those friends called you and you did something, would you come through for them? I would try to. You try to, right? Yeah. So you have a connection. You like those friends. Yeah. Um, why is it that same situation can't be placed on someone you may have romantic interest in? Why is it that, okay, I like you and love you, but I can't like and love someone else? Love is supposed to grow and multiply. Why do you have to restrict it in this one area? 
But I, because I think that in relationships, it's more of it's more emotions and feelings attached to it versus me and my homeboys. You know what I'm saying? You have like, children? Yeah. You have more than one? Yep. So you had your first child. Did you think, oh, I can't have a second one because I'm going to love the first one less? No. Do you love, and, and if you do, I'm sorry. Do you love one kid more than the other? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you're on the spot now. Yeah. <laughs> you thought this was your show, huh? I got questions. <laughs> Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But, yeah, I guess I'm operating just from... What you were told. Or just what I've <laughs> seen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not, it's not for everybody. We're not saying, hey, you have to do this way. But yeah. if it doesn't work for you to just love one person and you and that person work out forever, there's other things. And yeah. I don't think people are, you know entertaining that thought process they are trying to constrict themselves to what they've always been told and what they've always seen and if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you yeah yeah what you about to say Uh, jay um what type of self-work do you feel like either one of you have to do in order to not be jealous or is it something that you were born with like a free spirit like what type of self jealousy in in the polyamory i can't i'd be fucking that word up So jealousy is a normal human emotion. You can feel all your emotions. I get jealous. What jealousy does for me in a polyamorous situation is make me do some some reflection. Why am I jealous? What's going on? And hopefully foster some really good conversation. If you don't have good communication with someone, that's an issue period in life, not just in this one relationship or, you know, in polyamory. Communication is key. And I should be able to come to anyone, friend, my mama, anybody, and say, hey, this happened, I feel away. Can we talk that out? Right? So, jealousy is going to happen. It is okay. Mono, poly, you still get jealous. You still feel angry. You still need to have a talk. You still. So, how do you, how do you work, how do you come down from that? Or what, what is the, yeah, what is that conversation with yourself to, uh, to, I guess, to rang that back? I mean, first is just to acknowledge it. I mean, you know, that you feel the way. A lot of times you may see something or something may catch your eye or something may make not, not feel right in your spirit. Yeah. And you have to recognize what that is. You have to do a lot of conversations with yourself about what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. And a lot of times it may not even be something I address with her. Mm. If I'm feeling a way that, you know, I'm not, I'm feeling insecure in this area because she's going out or, you know, having too much fun, that's, that's a me issue. That's not a her issue. Uh, but if I can't resolve it within myself, then I can bring it to her. Like, hey, look, I'm feeling the way. Mm-hmm. You having, I'm feeling you doing this. And, you know, in a lot of times the conversation of her explaining or we're us discussing it resolves it. Because once I can talk to her about it, it kind of takes it off my chest as far as something I'm dealing with by myself or something that I'm feeding into and it's growing. And the more I'm cycling I'm, I'm adding to this this anthill by the time if i don't address it with her it's gonna be a mountain yeah and she was like oh well this is what happened and, and it was the worst day ever and he stepped on my toe his breath was stinking yeah. and yeah you know and he's by then, a little better right right, yeah. right. <laughs> or even even if, if if it was the best date ever you know us having a discussion about it and she said hey yeah you know but whatever that is you still i still got you you know mm. uh, you still my boo and we still gonna kick it and don't don't worry about that getting in, in, interfering with us, I'm still gonna feel better. So the communication part is really important because without it, you know, stuff that you see that does nothing becomes something yeah. within yourself. Yeah. And so yeah, communication is really fundamental. I think that's the that, that from just from the little time we've been talking. I think that's the biggest takeaway in the poly world or the lifestyle or the love style is the communication has to be like extra. Because, or I, I don't even want to say extra. I think in traditional relationships, the communication is not always in the forefront or not really talked about. You know, most people, men and women, kind of just push those emotions or feelings down and they don't know how to express themselves. But from what you guys are telling me, it's a lot of communication, a lot of communication. between <laughs> both parties. So that, that's the positive I would take away. But the, the, big, the biggest part of it is she has to know who she is. And I have to know who I am. And we have to have honest communication that I think you won't have in a mono a compass, a mono relationship. She can say, hey, that girl got a fat ass. And yeah. I can be like, yeah, she do. She got a fat ass. So she can say, that dude is fine. 
and I can be like, okay, I see, I see what you see. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I see, I see what you like. But you can may not have those conversations in the mono in the mono world. You may not be able to say, hey, you know, I really like whatever this is because your partner may feel uncomfortable if that's not her. You know, if, if, if you got to have really deep down honest communication with each other if it's going to work. A lot of people try it and they're not, you know, secure or know who they are within themselves or be able to express themselves with somebody else. It's not going to work because yeah. you have to be able to tell hey, I'm going out on a date with so-and-so, and, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. And, or I like this. I, I may not be on the path to being married, but I can at least tell you so you know what you're getting into. You have some really deep, honest, you know, who I really am at the core conversations with yourself and with other people who you're dating, and you really have to be able to express that and have those communications. If not, you know, if we think we have an agreement that I'm not going to do A, B, C, and D, and I'm out there doing it because I don't think it's going to be a problem, That's it, 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 you run into all kinds of issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So let me ask you, just, and maybe you guys can either, or maybe you guys already answered it. Did you guys get in, I know you said you were free-spirited, right? But did you guys get into the poly lifestyle because the traditional relationship, you guys were in a traditional relationship and it just didn't work? And then you guys was like, you know what, like that just doesn't work for me or that doesn't feel right for me. So let me just go out here and explore and try something different. She didn't was come I from ever that. I was <laughs> I was trying to think, was I really in a traditional relationship? I was um No, I think I've always been a free spirit, so even when I was probably in a relationship that kind of looked monogamous it would be monogamous and so I was like yeah but I'm gonna go do this a little bit and I'm gonna come back Mm. (laughs) so again I was still ethically non-monogamous um and then I think it was just kind of the discovery of polyamory being like oh that's what it is when I told my mother so I don't have like a coming out of anything right my sexuality polyamory whatever but when I was having the conversation with my mom and I said oh hey you know I'm polyamorous right and she's like what is that and when I told her she goes oh that's you completely like, I never knew what you were, but that's it, you know? Mm. So just like my family, when I gave them the definition, was like, oh, yeah, I could see that. I couldn't see you being any other way. So I don't know if I was ever, really, like, in a traditional monogamous relationship. It probably looked monogamous to people who were in my business. But Have you <laughs> have you ever been in a same-sex relationship? A lot. I like women. Really? Okay. I'm for real bi. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in, 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 under the poly umbrella, right? Absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> How about you? You have been with the same sex? No. No? Okay. I'm straight. <laughs> okay. Okay. But he is the best ally in life. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, he's supportive of the LGBTQ community. He'll walk the pride parade with me uh, and okay. my company. And so um, he he's a great ally. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, okay. All right. Were you about to say something, Jess? No, I was just saying we Oh, okay. I was like, ally to what? I was like, <laughs> he's a great ally to he, what? He is supportive. Um I don't do well with people who are okay with women being with women but have a problem with trans or non-binary or men being with men. I don't do well with hypocrites who will say stuff like there's a such thing as a bisexual woman, but, oh, if a man is with a man, he's got to be gay versus there being a bisexual man. Um, I hate all of that. And so he is not that way. And I've just seen him because I'll get really, like, worked up. <laughs> like, and he'll be like, hey, calm down. Yeah. And then he'll go, like, <laughs> explain it. And then um, – They'll hear it differently and not in, not in such a high pitched voice, like when I'm mad. Yeah. And then they'll yeah. re- people receive the information better. So okay, yeah. All right, let's take a quick little little break. I want. Have you guys ever tried this? This is a uh, Killer Mike's soda. He has a Crippa Cola and the Blood Pop. Have you guys ever tried this? No, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I haven't, but I'm gonna have to get the Blood so, Pop. Okay. I don't know. We're gonna taste both. I want y'all to taste both. So. I ordered this online. There goes your two cups. Oh. And your two cups. Thank you. Here you go mine. I want I want to I want your honest opinion about what it is, about what it tastes like, okay? <laughs> I mean, it's a black business. This tastes Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Killer Mike, man. Shout out to Killer Mike. Shout out to Killer Mike. When he when I seen this on uh Trigger, Trigger Warning, Warning, I was like, "Yo, that's a dope idea." I was like, "You know what?" That's, that's dope. Let's give you a little bit. Give you a little bit. Is that enough? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
So, where am I at? Okay. So let's all. This is this the is the blood, blood pop. This okay. is the blood pop. Okay. So let's see. Let's see what this <laughs> tastes like. So woo! <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's good. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That cherry flavor. It's, I don't know. It's like um. It's sweet though. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. Uh, I don't know what. What is that? It's not a like an orange. Sarsaparilla. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like the blood pop. Okay. All right, Killer Mike. I see you. All right, now let's try the. The Cripple Cola. Cripple Cola. Yeah. Taste this one. Tell me what's this one. I'm going to tell y'all, I tasted it. Mm. So, I just, <laughs> I just want to see what y'all taste. Let's see. Okay. So, it's not bad, but it's not as good as the Blood Pop. And I feel like it has a little bit of aftertaste, kind of like um, like a grape soda would. Yeah, it is kind of grape soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but but it's also not cold, so I yes. think it being a little crisper and yeah, but I like it. That's, that's interesting. I thought it was gonna taste like like a Coca Cola. You know what I mean? Like I, that's what I thought. I, I don't know why am I? I thought I was gonna have like a blueberry Blue flavor. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Shout out to Killer Mike. We need some sponsorship, Killer Mike. Killer, killer. Get us some sponsorship. Send us some packages, some bottles, man. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That was You know what? When I tasted it at my house, I liked the Cripple Cola at the house. It gave it, it was like a little like citrusy um like a little, you know how when you drink Pepsi or something, they give you that little mm-hmm. tingle. You can feel the fuzz. Yeah, it gave me that, and I was like, "That's pretty good though." But the blood pop is blood pop. Is yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to get some now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Killer Mike, man. All right, so I wanna um on the um where is like if people wanted to, I guess become a part of that community or let me say that community the poly community where do they find people is it just is it like because what i imagine the poly community is it's kind of like the lgbtq where it's like okay we're 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 over here the rest of you guys are stay over there you know what i'm saying not at all. <laughs> that's not, that's how i see it that's how i see the poly community First where it's like it's a whole <laughs> underground kind of thing is like First Isn't of that? all, the LGBTQ community is not like that either. We are accepting and we love everyone. I don't know. Some of y'all be. <laughs> some of y'all be. <laughs> some of us would. Okay, okay. Save yourself. Some of us would. <laughs> Save yourself. Uh, okay. So, um, people are underground about stuff that they're ashamed of. I'm not. People mm. hide things uh, that they're ashamed of. I don't. And so, um, people who are polyamorous are everywhere. If you happen to run across me on Tinder and Bumble, it says I'm poly on there. <laughs> like, mm. I just let it be known. I had a period of time, though, I only dated monogamous people, and it wasn't on purpose. I just kept meeting them. And so, you can be in a mono-poly relationship. Um, we, you can meet people. I met somebody at, um, like, a daiquiri lounge type place, and they were mono. But I told them, since they met me, I'm poly. <laughs> you know, mm. I'm, so I just let you know. You can meet people at Walmart. It doesn't matter. Okay, so it's not like a, a like a community like uh, where you find people like that. There, there, there is. is, there, there is. is. Yeah. Well, since you run or ran, so Black and Poly is a national nonprofit organization, and I host the quarterly meetups we here we have here in Dallas. Okay, um, you know, COVID has had me sit down though for this year. Yeah. Um, so we have that. I mean, Poly Dallas Millennium is coming up. So Ruby is the founder of Poly Dallas Millennium. And so we're doing a virtual conference. That's November 6th through the 8th. So that's Yeah, tell, tell, yes, because that's what I, I wanted to do. What happens at the conference or what goes on and how can people get, like, if they want to actually join, how do they, how do, they do that? Um, so the conference is awesome. So I've, I've been to the conference in person, and so um, the one on, online is going to be amazing as well because we've got entertainment, you've got um, an educational track, so you can learn um, you know, individuals who are like counselors and therapists need their continuing education hours. There's a track for that. If you, there'll be classes about you know discovering yourself in polyamory, classes about race and polyamory because you mentioned you know interracial um, situations. So, there, so it's an online 
um, platform and you can sit there you can you know interact with the uh, the speakers um, there'll be some some keynote speakers um, so it's, it's fun and it's real engaging it's gonna be very interactive but it's also very educational mm, okay. um, so yeah so Polly Dallas Millennium is on Instagram they're on um, Facebook um, so yeah Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and Black and Polly is a Facebook group. Yes, Black and Polly is a Facebook group as well. Black and Polly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. What do you guys have any like um uh, like I want to get down to the to the T. Like some horror stories, <laughs> like some Polly horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I know I know with any relationship is some drama, you know all, what I mean? Who all can listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> You ain't got to say no names. You ain't got to say no names. People know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, what kind of horror stories? Like what you mean? I mean, just like some, because I know like with, um, like you said, you you dated some mono people, right? Mm-hmm. And they may not be accepting, especially the guy who proposed to you uh, or, or the lady who proposed to you that, that wanted you to lead that lifestyle. And I'm sure she wasn't or he wasn't just accepting of you like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm good. So there's a guy I met. Um, so I am I'm doing better, but I'm a bit of an NRE junkie, which is new relationship energy, right? Me first. Me oh, somebody. I thought you. Just, I you talking about the gun people. Oh, that's the no, NRA. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> that's the NRA. Okay. Just, just the, the high you get off, you know, somebody new. You're getting to know each other, and just like that intense connection. I do. I just love intense connections. Mm-hmm. So I met this guy. It was hella fine. He was real dope, um, but he was very mono. And so when I you know, it was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm Polly, you know, I have a husband. Um, you know, he was cool, but then he was like, well, I can tell him I fall in love with you. And so when that happens, we're going to need to remove your husband from the picture. And I was like, I don't really understand what that means. Like, <laughs> what do you mean by remove him? He's like, well, there's no need for him. And I was like, no, no, there's a need. Like, we're married, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so I tried to look past that because he was so cool, but I couldn't. So I had to stop talking to him. Mm. And he was just a little crazy. Like, he would call, like, pop up some places I was at and. Yeah, um, that's never good. No, I don't like pop-ups. And you know, I, I was I was talking to one of my homeboys about this. I was like, because I guess my view at that time was so limited. I was like, I think polygamy could actually save the black community. Because what what I what I meant by that was <laughs> financially, right? If you have more working adults under one household. Mm-hmm then you guys will be able to pull all your money together easily or better to actually be able to do more with your finances. But you could do that with roommates. Yeah, but I don't want no roommates because I got kids and, you know what I mean? Like, I have roommates when I was 20, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, like I'm an adult now, but I want to be in a, um, I guess... I guess I would call it like a community relationship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where everybody's under one household and if there's kids involved, all the kids are getting loved by all the adults and mm-hmm. it's not kids feeling like left out or, you know what I mean? I was like, this could probably be a situation where where we kind of pull our finances together. And why are you looking like that? Are, 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 are you the center of this? Or are you the, you are the husband with... With your concubines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I haven't thought about it the other way. Decisions. I haven't thought about it the other way. I, my mind is not prepared to go there. Okay. It's not. <laughs> so, yes, that's what I was thinking. So, that's why I said you can do that with roommates, right? So, I try to separate. My money is my money. Mm. And I don't really play about my money. Now, there are certain people I share, you know, who who, who have access to certain things or we have discussions you know we talk about businesses together i don't do that with everyone so my love and money don't go together so i can have people i'm dating that i have a great time with that i love and 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 view as life partners but that doesn't mean i'm talking about growing financially with you that doesn't mean you know where i bank at that doesn't mean that you know you know what my tax return looks like like i don't have that with everyone and so it it doesn't have to – I see that a lot with a lot of people, especially who are new to poly. They'll say stuff like, oh, if you're not building or growing or, you know, doing businesses together, why are you polyamorous? They don't have to go together. Polyamory does not mean lots of money. Polyamory <laughs> literally means multiple loves. So my love is not tied to finances. I could be homeless and love somebody. I could not have a job and, lo- job and love somebody. So the two don't have to go together. I feel like that's just – counterintuitive though if you if you did you marry your spouse for money no 
So why would you then now want to have multiple people for money? But, no, it's not. It's not for money. But I'm saying if we love each other, right, mm-hmm. and we pull our money together, now we got two nickels versus that's just one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that's that's what I'm thinking. Because now that we are married, it's like okay, financially, let's put our money together. Let's do something that that mm-hmm. uh, that we can leave for our kids. That financially we'll be in a better space. Yeah. I think it's a great thing. I just think it's a requirement. But I think it's great to do it. I think it also can But be you're multiple. saying it could, it could be, you could just have business business partners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could just have a business partner. I could just have a partner. I could just have a love. Or you could be all three of those. You could be one or two of those. It just doesn't have to be all-inclusive. Oh, okay. And... It could be different sexes. It doesn't have to be just men. Or no, just no. Women. I'm, 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 a, I'm past that now. You got okay, me. I'm okay. open. To, I, I understand that now. Here, <laughs> yeah, here. I understand that now. Okay. Y'all got any questions? Yes. So when there's kids involved, if they, you and one of your mates, you become pregnant, you have a child by one mate, do you introduce them to the rest of your, whoever else you're dating? Or how does that look? Mm. When there are kids involved, that's a good question. Probably a great question for me. Yeah. Got a lot of kids. Because um, I'm also you know, a foster adoptive parent, right? So I have mm-hmm. a lot of kiddos. Everyone does not get access to that part of my life, but there are some who do. So Andre connected with one of my kiddos um, two years, two years, two years ago. And he mentors him. They they hang out. They spend time together. They are very, very close. Whereas he knows the other kid. Oh, and then, of course, a little bit. She loves him you know, a lot. But um, all the kids know him. All the kids, you know, they seen him like, where he at what's going on like they know him but he has a special relationship with one of them he's really connected with that they do things together um so everyone does not get access to all the kids um some do some you decide never. who does and who doesn't or I, yeah they mind <laughs> i'm just saying because like i know i know like especially like with with new relationships right the kids always want to give the 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 adult a title like uncle this and cousin that oh, and we don't do that y'all don't Mm-mm. oh this is no? this is mr andre <laughs> oh then that's it yeah oh okay so it sounds like there's really like really deep friendships because I, when i think about relationships i'm going to share and be open with a lot in everything and there's no boundaries and there's no limits like so on one hand i hear you say hey what i do is um there's no limit there's no policy mm-hmm. but on the Exactly, you have it. So, but that's not a that's not a less than relationship. It's just it's just a different relationship. So, yeah, what you're saying is true. You may have people who do get more access to you. You may meet my daughter. You may establish a relationship with her. If I see you being around long term, or we have that type of relationship, but if we're just sexual or we just you know see each other every once in a while or we're not you know planning on having a serious you know deep long lifetime relationship you may not you know you may not get that type of access but that's not a short on you as a person or a short on the relationship as it's configured it's just that that relationship is in that lane and just like some of your friends your friends are closer to you you have some best friends you have some associates it's kind of the same thing with you know Romantic or love or you know is all in the same vein. Um, okay. So I would say I have friends, and I have partners. My partners, I don't want to limit them to say they're just a friendship. So even if I was monogamous for whatever reason, um, everyone I dated wouldn't meet my children or my family or have access to my finances. So whereas I may not have escalated relationships, time invested in, in me seeing you with someone who's long term is going to be in my life forever, no matter what that looks like, will give you access to certain parts of my life. My youngest is seven. Everyone else is a teenager or older. Um, my youngest being seven doesn't understand when people are going to come in and out of her life. And so I'm not going to run through every single partner I have and now their cousin, uncle, whoever. And it's like, oh, what happened to cousin so-and-so, uncle so I don't do that. And so even if I was monogamous, that wouldn't be a thing. And so, yes, there are certain parts of my life you're going to get as you... It's like when you're playing a video game and, like, you unlock the next level, right? Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> and the more invested we are in each other, the more open I am. Um, so I have personal boundaries, but I have those same personal boundaries with my homegirl. Like, if I meet you at the mall and we'll be cool and we exchange information, you're not coming to my house tomorrow and having dinner with me and my children. 
So mm-hmm. even as a friend of mine, we would have to get to a certain level before I expose you to my children, or actually expose my kids to you. I don't know you. Mm. So, damn, I had a question. I just forgot it. Why you were saying? What you were saying? Um, does it? Yeah, that's that's that's. Yeah, that's tricky. I mean, because yeah, because I I mean yeah, I don't I don't introduce. Yeah, I, well, I didn't introduce before I was married my kids to to nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just I just didn't. Um, wow. Okay. Yes. Oh man, this is this is oh eye opening, man. This is really this is really good and educational too at the same time because I'm thinking I was thinking such a limited is three people, four people in a relationship. You know what I mean? Men or women. And you guys live under one roof, and bam, that's it. Mm-hmm. But so it's so much, yeah, so yeah. many other levels. Okay. So many different ways to, you know, love and be loved. And, you know, it's not one thing fits all. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. Okay. And I think, I think, um, let me ask you guys both individually what do you think that people who are in monogamous relationships that they can take from the poly community? Like, what are some attributes or some things that, that makes you guys' lifestyle really work that you guys can see that can be implemented into that poly, um, mono uh, relationships? Okay. I think in monogamous relationships, there's a sense of ownership. People feel like they own their partner own their partner and they feel like they're entitled so since i'm with you like you're mine and i'm entitled to all your time i'm entitled to know who you're talking to i'm entitled 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 versus looking at it as a gift so sharita owns sharita sharita owns sharita's time what i decide to share with you is a gift i'm giving you i get to choose who gets my time sometimes i'm keeping my damn time to myself leave me alone Mm. other times i'm gifting that to someone else and so I think one of the biggest things is to remember that you're receiving a gift. No one has to do this. I don't have to be with you. I don't have to give you information. I don't have to, you know, do anything. But I'm choosing to and looking at it as a gift. Mm, okay. Andre, <laughs> your turn. Follow that. Right. Follow that. Follow that. <laughs> um, you should have went first. <laughs> the one big takeaway is that it may sound glamorous. It may sound, you know, it, it's work. As much work as you put into a, a monogamous relationship, as much work you put into as your wife, take that in time to buy however many people you're dealing with. Mm. And it, it's that. Yeah. It, it's, it's not a, oh, it's wonderful. It, it is. It, it's great, but it's work. Yeah. Because you have to know yourself. You have to be able to communicate yourself. And you have to be able to <laughs> hear somebody else explain who they are and hear it for what it is. Mm. She can say, hey, I'm bi. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's for me. Yeah. And it don't include me at, at all. one bit. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you have to be able to be yourself, be comfortable with yourself, and you have to be able to communicate. So if anything from poly to mono is the ability to communicate who you are, where you are, and the flexibility to go back into your partner and say, hey, I was this. And now I'm this. Something, you know, people grow and change. And even in poly, you grow and change. You know, I may be solo poly today and may we may get married tomorrow and be together for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, I have to know where I'm at and be able to communicate that. And I think that's one thing that when you hear my mono friends who are, I'm like, dog, why don't you just say what you want? Yeah. Tell your truth. You know, speak the truth. And you're not in the place where a lot of them I feel like are not in the place where they're comfortable speaking their 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 truth. Yeah. And they get into, you know, all kind of issues down the road because <laughs> yeah. who you are is who you are. Yeah. You know, and should should uh should guys get in poly that don't have enough money to Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean cuz I always hear that the the first thing that I always hear about when I when they talk about poly is if the guy don't have enough money to to date multiple or to have multiple wives, like, that ain't for you. That ain't the lifestyle for you. <laughs> so, um, I'm cheap. I'm okay. economical. I'm very economical. I do not believe in any of my partners having to pay for any, everything that we do. Um, I really try the quality thing. Sometimes it's an argument. Like, I'm paying or I'm paying, you know, whatever. I don't think that money is required. 
I think you need to be able to take care of yourself and then be able to cover your stuff, like what you want to do, right? There's a lot of free shit we can do out here. Mm-hmm. Um, not everyone feels that way. Yeah. There are a lot of people <laughs> who are like, no, you paying for everything, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm also very dominant in my relationships with women, so I tend to pay. It's very mm. seldom, and, and that's an argument. Sometimes it's like a fight to who's going to pay first, right? Yeah. Um, and so I appreciate that, but I feel like whoever asks for the date pays for the date you should just plan so if you're asking then be economical when you ask we went to andy's and was on the beach like three o'clock in the morning just talking like they ain't really cost a lot of money yeah, but yeah. it was good quality time yeah um we do we do stupid shit though like well that's not we, stupid that's that's no, no, no. chill we went um <laughs> tell it andre don't want you to tell it andre don't want you to tell it we just we we creative right <laughs> okay. and you can literally google you know unique dates and dollars or cheap dates and they have the like a list like dallas arboretum is doing the twilight thursdays i think now where you can be um in the in the arboretum for like 8 p.m it's like midnight and you can be where at dallas arboretum really mm-hmm. right so you can go walk amongst the flowers and take really good pictures and do a little picnic and that's not really gonna cost you any money mm, okay that's the plus side but yes, you need money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can't, you can't be poly and, and think that you know every date's going to be at McDonald's yeah, you know, or at yeah. the Quick Trip getting hot dogs. It depends is, what kind of girl you got. Because when we first started dating and we kept going to these restaurants, I said, "Babe, I'm a two for twenty girl. Like we ain't got to keep doing this." <laughs> And you were like, no, you're gonna. I said, okay, well, I'm gonna keep eating. You keep taking me. Though. <laughs> okay, babe. What's up? I do have another question. Do you want to just come over here, babe? No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> How was your what did you see growing up as far as relationships with men and women, and also religion? Did Because I know as an adult, or a lot of kids see religion and what that looks like mm-hmm. to create their own their own uh, adult relationships. So those are my two questions. So the question was, growing up, what did you guys see as far as relationships wise, mm-hmm. and does religion play a part in? Where you guys uh, in the poly world? So my parents have been married for thirty eight years. Oh wow! Yay, mommy and daddy. Okay. Um, they are awesome, awesome people. Yes, they are. Yay! Um, and I saw they met in the Marine Corps, so I saw two Marines um, who worked together to make it happen. I don't really feel like there were gender roles in my house. Um, I, I was a daddy's girl. My dad did my hair, braided it, pig, you know, pig little tails or whatever um so i saw a lot of equality in my home um and then uh, military child I moved around a lot so i i think i saw other good you know everyone lived together i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> like we all lived on the military base so i feel like i saw the good relationships my grandparents were all married until one of them unfortunately passed away so um i think i saw very a very good loving foundational relationships um i was raised christian uh, non-denominational and i still identify as christian non-denominational so. okay uh, my parents were young, <laughs> 18 when they got married. Uh, they stayed together till I was like 16, and they had a loving relationship. They mm. just, uh, I guess, grew apart over time. I remained involved with both my parents. Um, yeah, so, but I raised Christian. Now I'm probably more uh gnostic to anything what's gnostic what's that uh or questioning we we don't know what it is there's something oh, okay. out there but we're not gonna that's 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 kind of where i did i kind of identify with yeah. they got like, labels for everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh, all right but good question though if you don't mind me asking do y'all want to come over here <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how long have y'all been together this is such an interesting question. So, let's see. Because y'all don't really have, like, a starting day, like, okay, it was this day. Yeah, okay. So, we were, like, I will say this is probably one of the most naturally growing. So, I mentioned how you get a relationship. You want it to naturally, organically go into what it's going to be. I will have to say, and I say this a lot, is I think this is probably the purest, most kind of naturally shaped, organically shaped relationship I've ever been in. Because we were friends. Mm-hmm for a while and I think we developed a really, really good friendship adversaries friends oh yeah, yeah we wasn't friends at first I was like oh I don't like him <laughs> like it was a mess um, then we became really good friends and then I think I had like I don't say disappeared but like there was, I wasn't responding to some stuff and he like tried to dip off on me mm-hmm. and I was like wait 
Poor Andre, though. He's like, well, obviously you're busy, so we could try this another time. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I can't, like, not have him in my life. Um, <laughs> and so then we started dating. And I think we were dating for a couple months. And then finally it was like, oh, no, we're together. And then we backdated it for, like, two months. <laughs> we were like, it's March. But we going to say, like, January. This is when we... So, like, I don't know. Like, that was January 2018. January 2018. Okay. What's the longest uh, poly relationship y'all been in? How long have y'all been in? Well, like, what's the longest you ever been in, in one? Uh-huh. I know you said you had the lady that's in Denver, mm-hmm. right? That's been like three years. Three years? She was my first intro into poly. Oh, okay. Was meeting her. We met online and we just kind of just kind of connected. And she oh, okay. was poly. And the more I asked her about what poly was, that's how I got into it. The more I was like, oh, okay. But so, yeah, it's been three years. Three years? Yeah. Okay. Again, this is such an interesting question. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, outside of a... Because when I was married. Mm. So, I don't know. Like, outside of that? Yeah. This, maybe? Yeah. yeah, so outside of that would be this. Well, two years then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it shouldn't be difficult, but for me it is. <laughs> He's trying to calculate stuff. Okay. Yo, this was dope, man. This is real dope. Tell us, tell them about the uh, the conference again. How do uh, how do people get on the, the, the virtual conference? And when is it again? It is November 6th November through the 6th 8th. through the 8th. November okay. 6th through the 8th. Um, it's Polydallas Millennium 2020 Open to Love is our theme, the virtual experience. Okay. Um, so if you just go to Facebook and type in Polydallas Millennium, it'll come up. Um, Instagram, same thing. Um, and you can actually register right online. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool beans, yeah, Check man. it out. It is good information. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think this was dope, man. And I, I appreciate y'all for coming on and enlightening us. Because I was so... <laughs> I, I can tell you, like, my mind is, is, is open, but it's blown at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. This is... It's just about loving people or loving... Yeah, people. Yes, that's that's really all it is about. Good word. <laughs> yeah, just loving people. Just loving people. Okay, right, and one last question because I, I thought about this earlier. Sexual, right? Do you guys worry about like sexually transmitted diseases and yes. all that? You have to be aware. Uh, you have to get tested. You have to have uh, I won't say rules, but you have to have conversations about how things are going to be handled. Uh, who are you sleeping with unprotected? Who are you sleeping with protected? When that changes, what rules, or not what rules, but what conversations takes place before and after that. So it's a, it's a very active, uh, it plays a very active role and very active conversation because I'm not just playing with my life. Right. You know, I'll be playing with her life you know, or my other partner's life. So you want to be very responsible with that, you know, because as much as I don't want to hurt myself, I definitely don't want to hurt anyone that I'm with or vice versa. I don't want her to be in danger in my life. So, yeah, you, you get tested quite often, you know, the full the full panel testing and on a regular schedule. You know, even if I'm not active with anybody or I'm just mm. active with her, I still get tested. Uh, just okay. because it's just something I'm in the habit of doing. Yeah. Know, so Okay. All yeah, right. I have a I have a schedule. So I get tested in March. Um, a lot of times what people don't know is if you just go request an STD test, it's just a five panel. It's going to be your syphilis. It's going to be um, your gonorrhea and chlamydia. And then there's two types of HIVs. So if you just say, hey, I want an STD test, that's all you're getting. So um, in March is when I do my regular standard uh, STD test. In June, I do a 10 panel. So your 10 panel, in addition to the five panel, is going to include your three hepatitis as well as HSV1 and HSV2. And HSV is your herpes, right? So that's your 10 panel. And then in September, I go back to my standard five panel. And then in December, I have my um, annual well women's exam. And so I do my 10 panel again. But in addition to that, they're going to test you for bacterial vaginotis. vaginotis. They're going to check you um, for TRIC. Uh, what a lot of people don't know about TRIC is TRIC is an actual parasite. So it has to be a live wet sample because they have to see if the tail is wagging to know if it is a, a parasite, right? And so mm. all those other STD tests you get done throughout the year are not going to check you for TRIC. And then also for HPV. And there's not a test for men for HPV. So women have to get that done. Our trick. I mean, men are, <laughs> men can carry things and not even know it. Really? And, and if she gets something and I go get tested, I might not have, they might not test positive for me, but I can still be a carrier. 
So yeah. it, it's really weird being a dude and the stuff that we can get, uh, the, just the the uh, bacteria that we can carry that can have a, uh, yeah, and have a very negative effect on her and her yeah. health. So, wow. Uh, okay. That's a whole other whole other podcast. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. Shit. Go get tested, goddamn. Go <laughs> and ask for your tin panel. Tin and then panel. I share my results with my partners. And so I know not all people do that. And I don't think you should necessarily be required to do it. Um, if I'm sleeping with you, I hope I can trust that you'll tell me, hey, I got tested and it was negative or whatever. And I also hope that you'll tell me, hey, I got tested and I was positive for this. Can you please go get tested as well? Um, I think that. In society, unfortunately, we have a very negative view when it comes to STD testing. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say when I was younger, I did too. I thought, oh, my God, if you've got something, you're nasty, you're blah, blah, blah. But just like you get a cold, just like you get strep throat, just like you get, you know, there's viruses you carry. Um, same thing with gonorrhea or chlamydia. Um, Especially you know, herpes. Yes, herpes. Mm-hmm. People are majority. so negative about herpes, but the majority of people have, have it. it. Really? Um, so I think it's important for us to be soft spaces, um, that our partners will come to us and feel comfortable sharing that information, and we're not going to make them feel bad or blast them on social media. Um, but I also want my partners to feel confident. So when I get the little email or the little app updates and says what my test results are, I just screenshot it and send it over. Yep, carry it on my phone. I can mm. screenshot it. <laughs> really? I'll randomly be like, I didn't even know it's time. You got tested. Okay. <laughs> it must be my time now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool, man. This was dope, man. Thank you all again for coming in sharing with us man this is dope this is the reason why i wanted that's why i do this podcast for real for this kind of information for real yo um thank y'all again i appreciate y'all yo thank y'all for tapping in with us this has been the tap in podcast holla